Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. One other little note here, and then we're going to talk to Dari. First time in program history, Arkansas has landed the nation's top recruiting class in baseball, number one by both Baseball America and Perfect Game. Previously, their highest class was number two in 2014 and number three in 2017 and 20. So everything is going great in Fayetteville, Dari. Good to see you. How are you? Thank you for coming on. Yeah, it's a good week to be here. I yeah. mean, every, yeah. you could have followed up a loss, but no, we're here following up a win and a good win and maybe their best win of the year. So glad to be here, man. It's always good to be here. Before we dive into that, does a Bedlam victory salvage your season? Yeah, I mean, it helps. Yeah, it helps. I mean, it. you know... I, a Bedlam loss would have meant we'd have to win at Texas Tech. We never play well at Tech to go to a bowl game. So six wins, good. You know, the biggest thing with them, there was a lot of false hope at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Ranked way too high. Uh, the rebuild is bigger than OU fans really appreciated it. Lincoln did a lot of damage the way he left and when he left. And uh, it's going to take Venables a little time. He's got a great recruiting class coming in, and as long as he can hold that together, the, the future will be okay. Yeah, the problem with Texas Tech is you lose your will to live when you hit the border of Lubbock. And so <laughs> right, exactly. that's, a, that's a tough one. It's very similar what Arkansas and Oklahoma. Uh, both got their bowl game this week yeah. in big games. Now they both go on the road to places where they've struggled that's historically. Right. Yeah. That's a great analogy, Wes. Yeah. It is. Yeah, no, it is. Who do you like better, Arkansas at Missouri or Oklahoma at Texas Tech? Hmm, that's a great question. Probably Arkansas, Missouri, to be honest with you. Um, I would say Arkansas. I, 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 now, Missouri, with the exception of the Tennessee game, obviously has played really well defensively. I mean, what Tennessee did to them in 66, they hung on them, was not expected by really anybody. But I think Missouri's a tough defensive team. Um, Arkansas will have a chance full trying to run on them. I just, you know, I, I could easily see Oklahoma going to Lubbock and, and kind of, and I think Texas Tech's better than people expected them to be a little bit too. So mm-hmm. it's always a tough place to play, man. It's throwing tortillas at you. It's one of those not nice fan bases, you yeah. know. <laughs> they beat my alma mater this weekend, so I really hate them. So I hope Oklahoma wins. Well, hey, you know, there's a lot of people hoping your alma mater wins this weekend. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh yeah, people around the country that I am, don't yes. want to see the Big Twelve in the playoff. They've done it before. You remember the game against Oklahoma State years Very ago? Very well, they knocked man. Them out of the on that Friday night? Was yeah. that a Friday night? Sure yeah. was. They were on their way to the BCS. Who knows what Alabama would have done? Oh, actually, it would have been Notre Dame. It was the year Notre Dame played Alabama and got destroyed. Notre Dame was number one. Oak State loses to you guys, and and, and Alabama slides in and then hammers the heck out of Notre Dame in yeah. Miami. Yeah. That was a, was that the tail year? Is that the same year? Or was that, that what year? That was tail year. Yeah, yeah, that was tail year. Yeah. yeah. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's talk about what happened this weekend. I don't think anybody saw that coming necessarily. And, you know, it's funny because LSU had the, the Alabama hangover and they survived. And obviously the Ole Miss hangover and the Alabama game um, had a huge impact. Or maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, Arkansas, our, it's amazing. It's not a surprise. We know what value a, a, a really good starting quarterback has to a team. We've seen it with Levis at Kentucky. We've seen it with KJ here. It's That is a completely different looking team. And you could argue on both sides of the ball, to be honest, when K.J. Jefferson is healthy mm-hmm. and playing. And we saw early on the big run down inside the five, and he hops up and he high steps his way back. And, you know, we're just watching in the studio thinking, he's, he's good. He's okay. He's fine. <laughs> and they respond. I mean, when you have his legitimate arm and leg threat, makes the job easier for Rocket. The offensive line just seems to get a little more push when they got that dude behind them. And it was great. I mean, First time in the history of the SEC that a single game featured three 200-yard backs. How about that? Hmm. I mean, Ole Miss threw out two of them, Jenkins yeah. and Evans. In a loss. In a, so in weird. a loss. That's so crazy. <laughs> Ran for over 400 yards in a loss. Like 490. 
Yeah, something like that. That's right. Crazy. Did you uh, do you see anybody pushing Georgia? or You think they're just head and shoulders above everybody? Yeah, I. The only thing that keeps me from thinking that is that I remember them against Missouri, and I remember them against Kent State the week before that. Now they haven't looked anything like those kind of sluggish Georgia teams since then, and I I, I would. If you gave me the field or Georgia to win it, I would take Georgia. I mm-hmm. mean, I really, I do think that they're, they're, they're that good. I don't know about Ohio State enough. I, watching what Georgia did to Tennessee's offense would give me hope against Ohio State's offense, who's very receiver heavy and it's a lot of pitch and catch stuff. You know, CJ Stroud probably gets a little more credit than he should because it's. I work with Mel every Saturday. And Mel just says it's just pitch and catch. A lot of guys step it. Now he's got good size and mobility and all that, but he's just pitch and catch. Yeah. Um, Clint Stern was just on with us and he feels the same way. He's got some he? doubts about them still. And but definitely Stroud, yeah. yeah. Yeah, their game against Michigan is going to be huge. I have this feeling that they're both going to end up in the playoff, but this game against Michigan is going to be huge. Tell, just, tell me how that plays out. All right, well, it plays out by, by Georgia beating LSU. That knocks the SEC out. Uh, I don't know that Clemson's going to get enough playoff push. I'm curious to see where they're ranked tomorrow mm-hmm. in, in that. Um, but you go Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. You need a little help. TCU's got to lose and or USC's got to lose. Ultimately, if it comes down to saying, let's say one of those two lose, let's say just for fun, Lincoln Riley loses. That's always fun. You like that? Yeah, I like that scenario better. <laughs> so let's say Georgia, Ohio State, TCU, and who? You're choosing between Clemson and the loser in Columbus. And I don't know, and especially with North Carolina losing to Georgia Tech, I yeah. don't know that Clemson's going to be benefiting enough from beating a North Carolina in the ACC championship game. So then you're picking between one loss, Michigan or Ohio State, to the other one. Yeah. You, you didn't even Clemson. consider that LSU could beat Georgia. No, no, no. You said, how does this play out? Yeah. That's but if, if, if they miraculously beat them, you think both those are in? I think they're both in. Okay. Well. I, ahead of the loser in the Big Ten? Now here's the issue. Yeah. Well, still need help. Yeah. Right? If all those other things fall. If, yeah. So USC wins out. TCU wins out. Ohio State goes. Only one SEC team's going. You take I a, say Ohio State or Michigan. You take one loss, Michigan. I mean, excuse me, one loss, Michigan, one loss, Ohio State, or one loss, Georgia. One loss, Georgia, going to win out in those against those? One loss, Ohio. Well, that's the question. Do you put in LSU or Georgia? Well, you got to put LSU in if they win. Wouldn't you? Yeah. They lost by 27 at home to Tennessee. That's they true. lost to Florida State. That's a good point. They got two losses. Oh, they got two losses. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I but don't, they're the SEC champ. If they go beat Georgia 41-21, then maybe there's no doubt. If it's... They went on a field goal. Do you put you gonna put Georgia in ahead of LSU? I don't know. So, <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's gonna job. matter. I think Georgia's gonna punish them anyway. I so it's not gonna matter. Too. Okay. I, I do too. Yeah, I do too. All right. Um, <laughs> let me ask: Are you in favor of the expanded playoff? Yeah. Okay. I never was. Um, actually, I was of the belief, you know, or every game matters. You can't lose a game and feel good about your chances in college football. And that was, I, you know, unique to college football, right? I don't care that the nine and seven New York Giants won a Super Bowl. Like I, I don't. Every game matters. Don't lose. Don't screw up. They all count the same. Over the years, I've gotten a little bit different now. I'm sick of seeing the same teams. I'm sick of seeing the same four teams. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's not necessarily going to change who holds the trophy up, it's still probably a mix of three, four teams. Um, the idea of watching playoff games intrigues me. The idea of getting to this point in a season, and you would have never given a you-know-what about – you know, let, let's say, uh, you know, number 13 battling number 17 or, thir- or you know, no, what, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 playing games. If you know they can get into the playoff, 8, 9, 10, 11, don't lose, 
like you're paying attention to those games. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, a random, you know, shoot, NC State, North Carolina game has a lot of meaning. Like, right. Gives you more to pay attention to. How many times do we just randomly in, in April watch some NBA game to see who gets the eight and who gets the end of the play-in? Like we all, at least I am, I, I know a lot of people that are marginal NBA fans will pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll get the floor mopped with them in the first round, but it's still to get into the playoffs, which is a pretty big deal. Right. And so I just think it brings a lot of late-season interest that we haven't always had. And then when you see the bracket, uh, every week somebody will put out awesome. the, what the bracket would look like yeah. if they played it this year. Yeah. This, this is a particularly good game. game. It is. Yeah. I mean, great, yeah, great matchup. Like, just great, great. As long as they don't finagle the seeds and try to avoid whatever. I mean, absolutely. Like, the, and, and the other thing I'm excited about, because I do firmly believe we're going – eventually to a 16-team conference, and there's no divisions and no quadrants. We're going to have one and two play for the conference championship. Mm-hmm. Like, the Pac-12 does that, one and two. Big 12 does that, one and two. Big 10 should do it. I mean, wouldn't you love – like, I don't need to see the garbage in the West, right, play <laughs> yeah. against whoever wins the Michigan-Ohio State game. You I, know, imagine I, this year. Yeah. Well, now I don't know because Tennessee got whipped, but we were on pace for a Georgia-Tennessee rematch that I would have been all in for. Now I don't even know who – after that, I hadn't looked at the standings. Don't, don't you appreciate Iowa, though? I mean, you got a th- over under 32 and they cover the under yeah, by 10 points. By 10 I mean, points. come on. It is remarkable. I'm telling you, man. I've never seen anything like it. I, I haven't either. I haven't either. And they, now they're going to, let's see, are they, they haven't in yet. They've got to beat who? Minnesota this week? And they're, they just beat Minnesota. Or no, they've got to. I don't know who they've got left at the end here. But it was between them and Illinois. And who, who was the other team that was? Purdue. 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 Yeah. Purdue. Is it Iowa now? Is it definitely Iowa? Did they clinch? Oh, maybe they did. We didn't check that. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my I was gosh. thinking they had to take care of business against Nebraska. Nebraska. they got to beat Nebraska. That's right. That's what it Three is. Three and eight Nebraska. And don't we really want to see Iowa, Ohio State again? Because it was so fun the first time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things like, I don't know, man. When you play defense like they do. It's a disservice. a couple of mistakes. Embarrassing that they're not better offensively. Yeah, it is. It really is. Anyway. Yeah, Kirk's not going to fire his kid. Though. What do you think the Iowa no, Nebraska but over I, But I would, wouldn't you? <laughs> I, in fact, I'd do it at Thanksgiving. I'd be like, listen. You fire his kid? Hey. Did you let him eat first? Pass, yes, pass the turkey, pass the rolls, you're fired. Your offense Just sucks. like that, yeah. 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 And I'm sick of taking the heat for you, kid. No doubt. Uh, I'm okay. tired of not winning. But you said guess over under, Nebraska-Iowa? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. It's, 30, it's like 36, I think. For this week? Yeah, I think it is. I don't know. You already looked it up? I, yeah, I saw it this morning, but I don't remember. I always look at Iowa. That sounds about right. You can play the Iowa under every week. You can make a mint. Yeah. If you'd have played yeah. it every week, you'd have made a ton of money. You just think there's no way. And then yeah. it I mean, it's like, what's the over under? Seven? Under. I mean, seven. Matter. I mean, they did win a game without scoring yeah, a touchdown yeah. this oh, year. Yeah. So yeah. South Dakota seven, State. Seven three? Yeah. Yeah. Two safeties? And a field goal. That's the only way you can do that. That's right. right. Pretty impressive. Anyway. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Wonderful game. You want your money back. Uh, can I ask you about the uh, the conversation about what happened on set this weekend? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I'm in. Was that a bit or was that legit? Yeah. What do you think? I think uh, it just seemed like an overreaction if it wasn't a bit, so I don't know. So the – I think I'm okay telling everybody this because it was the topic of conversation all night. Once I replaced PB – people think that I came in for Peter Burns because he got his ass kicked by Ben. <laughs> I always come in at that time on Saturday. That does not change. That's my been my shift for my Saturday shift. I take over, do all the night stuff, the late show, all that – Ever since we started a network. So that was not a thing. PB's comment about Ben's wife texting him was PB off the cuff, probably not properly filtered, said it. Mm-hmm. Legit said it, nothing to a bit. Go to commercial. 
from what I understand, a producer, a CP coordinating producer says, let's have some fun with this now. Ben, PB, go off the set. We'll bring it back with just Doring and Takio. Ben, come back like you just kicked as you know what. And that's what happened. Okay. That part was a bit. So that what PB said was not a bit. Ben's reaction to it was a bit. But I'll tell you what, over the course of the night, Ben's getting texts from, he's like, Mark Ingram wants to kick his ass. Cam Jordan wants to kick his ass. <laughs> oh, these guys are like, like calling off the dogs. He goes, I got Cleveland contingent, Baltimore contingent, New Orleans contingent, Chicago contingent. They're ready to fly to Charlotte right now. He's like, I'm calling people off them. That's hilarious. That's the thing is like people don't realize, like, I think ultimately, my opinion, PB should not have said that. Ben is not the kind of guy that you make a wife joke about. Ben is awesome, but you don't make a wife joke about Ben. Mm-hmm. And so should have been said, I do think it bothered Ben to some degree, but he handled it fine. Um, but I think the public reaction to it is not – I think it's. I think PB's taken a beating that he probably doesn't yeah. deserve to take. Yeah, I think know? that's fair. I, the thing, here's why, The only thing that clued me in was because they were joking about it with him when he came back to the set. He's like, oh, you keep your wife's name out of his mouth. I was like, okay. He's he's obviously not that been out of shape, but yeah, they wouldn't yeah, be making light of it. If he yeah. was over there smacking him around or getting in his face, I don't think they would have joked about it when he came back. No, 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 no. They would have no. played it off. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right. That so, makes me feel better. Okay. We, we didn't even play the clip for our, our listeners yet, but we will. For those who missed it, yeah, Peter Burns made a joke because they were talking about the color of the suits, and and uh, and Ben had a lighter suit on, and he said, as long as my wife texts me and tells me I look good, yeah. and Peter says. Which she does on a regular basis. Well, that's every wife should do that. Yeah. I hope your wife does that. Never. My wife, hasn't, my wife hasn't watched anything I've done on television in 15 years. Man. At what point did she quit being impressed with you? Obviously 15 years ago. Never. She, she never, never started, thought it was cool that you were on TV? Never started being impressed with me. How'd you meet her? We met in Lincoln. I was working in Lincoln TV station there. We met through a mutual friend. She had no idea what I did for a living, none. And if she did, she wouldn't have wanted me anyway because I made like $19,000. I mean, it was I was did nothing for her. Nothing. <laughs> she doesn't. My wife doesn't care a thing about sports. If I start talking about sports... Little birdies start floating around. Like, she couldn't give less of a really anything about what I do. Yeah, no clue. Neither do my kids. That's bad. Nobody cares. How old are your kids? No, it's fine. 17, 13, 10, and 1. Are yeah. the 17, 13 girls? No, no, no. Excuse me. Yeah, I think you're focused on yeah, the wrong I think, thing. I think you're focused on the wrong thing. Pardon me? Yeah. <laughs> Come again? Yeah, a little, uh, little pandemic surprise. Wow. Yeah. Fifteen months ago, yeah. huh? Little Addy. Congratulations! Thanks, That's what I man. meant to say. Yeah, yeah. Restarting at forty-five. It's awesome. I'm telling you, it's crazy. I mean, you know, so my she... wife will kill me if I tell everybody the age. But like, she gets pregnant at forty-four, has a totally normal pregnancy. It was wild, man. I mean, it was. We're lucky. We wouldn't give her back at first. Don't get me wrong. We we're like, what? Well, huh? The... How? Come on. Seriously? Do we really? Um, but no, it's awesome. The good news is you have uh, built-in babysitters. You say that as though they want a babysitter. Well, they don't want to, but they have to, yeah, don't they? they? Yeah. Yeah. Of it's good. Yeah. yeah, but my wife's not to the point yet where she's like, "Yeah, let's go to dinner. We'll leave, with the, leave her with the kids." Not quite. Yeah, like let's go make a coffee run and come back. Okay, it's one thing, but like, it's not going to be a peaceful like dinner and a movie. So nobody's nobody's an, an athlete. Nobody's into sports at all, or they my, just don't, they don't care about you being a broadcaster. No, they don't care about me being a broadcaster. Okay. So my son's marginally into it. He's the oldest one. He's seventeen. All the rest are girls. My thirteen-year-old runs cross country, but couldn't care about watching a game. Uh, my ten-year-old is focused on it we we start charlotte fc i'm not even a big soccer guy honestly except for the i love the world cup but uh said it'd be kind of fun to get in on the ground floor with this thing so i got a couple of season tickets for charlotte fc which is by compared to the hornets and panthers by far the best sporting event you can get in charlotte right uh entertaining as heck my 10 year old fell in love with them 
She can name the roster forwards and backwards. She's all dialed into the World Cup. So, and she Good. likes hockey. I'm a Hurricanes guy. She loves the Canes. She loves okay. watching hockey with me. So, awesome. She's my she's my sports guy. Good deal. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. We're gonna have to let you go. I can tell. This okay. is this what happens. This is what happens. Yeah. West comes over and then we're like, okay, fine, Wes. You don't have to threaten me, bro. <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, we'll look forward to carrying your speech uh, on the air here today as well. You guys Q and A or you just you just talking? It's a straight Q and A, bro. Yeah. I love it. I That's love cool. It that way, David does too. Yeah, and he likes to have his opportunities. Well, you know what though? Like at least he directs things where people want to hear it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think people get up there for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. How much of it do people really care about? Yeah. Well, it's been really good all year, so don't blow it. You're the last one. I know. If I don't want to have like an Ogeron or Gruden moment, though, which no. I will never have. We, I think we've covered all, all the controversial topics have already been covered out yeah. here. I think we're good. Yeah. And there wasn't any controversy anyway. Yeah. So. He might bring up the PB Ben Watson. I imagine. Which is fine if he does. Yeah, we'll play it for the listeners on the other side so they know what we're talking about. There you go. Anyway, Dari, thanks, man. Good seeing you. Good to see you. Appreciate guys. it. Appreciate it. All right.